0: Hello and welcome to CBD University with Dr. Andre. I am your host, Dr. Matt Andre. I'm a family physician in Bloomington, Indiana. And if you are looking for a family physician, you can find us at Andre Medical Services at 812 331 8282 or online at www.andremedicalservices.com. We are also your source for full spectrum organically sourced uh, hemp oil. And if you'd like to purchase that, you can also do that at our office as well. Uh, We are on here every week with CBD University talking about the issues uh, regarding endocannabinoid function and the use of CBD uh, in in health. And uh, what I wanted to talk about this week was uh, I wanted to talk about how somebody knows if you're getting a quality product or not. Um, What we're finding is that many people have entered this market as there is such a a wave of interest uh, in CBD and such a wealth now of products that are on the shelves, but how do you know if what you're getting is quality? And uh, my patients come and they ask this all the time. In fact, we chose the products that we use in our office based on some of these criteria. So there are really four criteria that I use to determine whether an oil is one that I would recommend for, for my patients or not. And before I get to that, I just wanna uh, talk a bit about, the again, the, the almost tidal wave that we're having Uh, in our country with uh, products that are available, and uh, uh, every day it seems like new ones are added. And this is because we are seeing a resurgence of the hemp industry. And again, uh, there's a very good and and understandable reason for this. In 1937, the Marijuana Tax Act was passed, and uh, prior to that, extracts made from the cannabis plant were actually the third leading pharmaceutical in the United States. And when um, the, bra- the law was brought forth to Congress uh, to get voted on, there was only one person that actually voted against the, the act, and that was a physician. His name was Dr. W.C. Woodward. Um, he was uh, also the legal department head uh, for the AMA. And he uh, testified and said, you know, when you guys uh, made this marijuana tax bill, we did not know that you were talking about cannabis. And there were many thoughts about why maybe that happened. Uh, but wh- what is clear is that those who were writing the law and those who had been doing uh, what really amounted to do a smear campaign on the plant, Um, did not use the term cannabis that everybody knew and everybody understood. And they, in fact, used an obscure term from the Latin community called marijuana. Uh, And some people believe it's because that way it wouldn't get fought because people didn't know what it is. And this is, in fact, what Dr. Woodward said was that uh, cannabis, uh, uh, we don't have any reason to believe it's a problem. Uh, We have not seen evidence of addiction. We have not seen evidence of uh, withdrawal or any problems like that. In fact, people are clinicians, physicians are are using it for a wide variety of conditions. Um, But uh, because uh, um, uh, of desire to get that uh, product out, they changed the name, and uh, he said that we did not know when you said marijuana that you meant cannabis. So that, that was an attempt, we think, to get that uh, plant out of circulation. And the reason that hemp was included was not because anybody thought that hemp would posed any, any kind of health problem, as the World Health Organization agrees currently. But, in fact, they said it's because we can't tell the difference in the plant. So since we can't, we have to basically throw out the baby with the bath and uh, get rid of hemp because we can't tell it from marijuana. And then what changed was in 2014, Congress passed a law, the 2014 Farm Act that included language in the bill that allowed states that were interested in developing pilot programs for the growth of hemp um, to do so. And it also stated that products that came from that and industries that came from that were allowed to uh, be pursued. So products that came from it, whether it was hemp, whether it was extracts, whether it was um, seed and so forth, these were all things that we, were, we should be able to, to use and have an industry in. And um, uh, what happened with that has been a resurgence of people understanding that extracts made from hemp can have major impact on our health. And so since people are beginning to understand that, and they can do so in states where it is legal, we, of course, also have a, uh, a, a reclamation, if you will, of uh, the use of full-spectrum marijuana for health in our country. We now have 29 states that have statutes that allow for the use of at least medical marijuana. Indiana is not one of them. Um, but in states where that is not allowed, and also in states where it is allowed, people are still using CBD for, um, for preserving and supporting their, their normal health functions. and. Um, Uh, In our state, you are allowed to use an extract that has up to 0.3% THC uh, and still be legal. And different states have different uh, recommendations and requirements, but 0.3% is the legal cutoff uh, by the federal government for the definition that distinguishes hemp from uh, what they term marijuana. And um, in our state, again, uh, as long as you have a product that has less than 0.3%, you are allowed to sell it, to take it, to purchase it in Indiana. Now, what what becomes a problem is knowing if a a product actually has that amount or not. And what's supposed to happen is every product that's currently sold in the state of Indiana since July of this year is supposed to have a QR code, uh, those, those little funny boxes on things, that refers to a document that says, you know, this is the amount of THC that is in it, this is the percentage of CBD that's in the product and provide some um, some proof of the provenance uh, of the hemp that it is, it is made from. And that's very important because uh, what this should do is eliminate a number of products that could be problematic, um, products that have more than that percentage of THC and would therefore be illegal, products that don't have any hemp in them at all. And what we have found is that you know, in the last uh, few months, we have seen products that have hit the shelves that we don't even know exactly what's in them or how to find that out. And so currently, those shouldn't be being sold in the state of Indiana. But of course, we have many patients that uh, travel to other states, other places, and get products. But the point remains, how do you know um, if a product is a quality one? And so what uh, there are, again, four things that I recommend that my patients do. And four things that I recommend from a, pr- a product, if I'm going to have it, be something that I tell my patients to get. The first um, element that I think is really important in a product is that that product is organic. And uh, we use a product that's USDA certified organic. And uh, the reason we do so is because, and we've said this before in this program, but it bears repeating, I believe, that hemp is a a very, very efficient plant at pulling things from the soil. And those things can be concentrated within the tissue of the plant and therefore extracts of the plant, in particular heavy metals. Uh, Lead and other things can uh, accumulate to very, very high levels. And especially if those are done from contaminated sources, uh, if that's where the hemp is grown, then those can show up in extract. And in many parts of the world, they actually use hemp uh, to do what we call bioremediation or to help clean up um, uh, soil banks. I personally do not know of any product that actually intentionally uses um, uh, contaminated hemp. But the point is that uh, you don't know, nor does necessarily the grower, the manufacturer, uh, the maker, the distributor know what the source is uh, or the soil that a hemp product is grown in. And I think it's important that you do so. So I recommend that my patients only use products that are USDA certified organic because that means both the plant, the seed that it's grown from, and the uh, soil that they're grown in have to be organic to get that certification. And that's, I think, very important from from a safety standpoint. The second thing that I think is extremely important when it comes to deciding what kind of products should a person take is I believe very much that it's important that we get products that are a full spectrum hemp oil as opposed to an isolate of CBD. Um, there are oils out there that simply only have CBD in them and um, uh, they are put in an oil base and people can take that as a, you know a sublingual drop, an oral one, a capsule and so forth. And CBD is a very well studied and an effective cannabinoid at doing a number of things. But there is much data to back up. And I can tell you that from my experience clinically and many other clinicians clinically will back up that a full spectrum oil that contains the other cannabinoids and not CBD alone tend to work much, much better. And this is not surprising because there is a good deal of synergy in the actions of cannabinoids at the receptors on which they work. So in other words, CBD, CBG, CBN, CBC, THCV, all of these other cannabinoids that are in the plant can also act upon these receptors and do so in a synergistic fashion. There are many, many clinicians that I've talked to that uh, have told me, um, I've asked them, do you use CBD uh, with your patients or recommend it? And many of them have told me, you know, we've tried CBD off and on for a long time and it can help with a few things, but it's not that great. When those same uh, clinicians try a full-spectrum hemp oil, many of them come back and say, wow, that's a, a world of difference, and we see much more effect with this than we do with CBD isolate. And I think that's very important um, so that you're getting a, a full amount uh, of the effect from the, from the extract that you're taking. There's a second reason that I also think it's very important that people take an oil that is a full-spectrum hemp oil instead of just a CBD extract alone. And that has to do with uh, legality in the FDA. So what has happened, and again, we've mentioned this before on this show, but I think, again, it bears repeating, that there is a drug called Epidiolex by GW Pharmaceuticals. And this product is a pharmaceutically made form of CBD. But in uh, the big pharma world, you can't uh, take full-spectrum products that have a bunch of different compounds in it and then put your name on it and sell it. You have to isolate specific things from nature, um, change those doses, study those specific doses and those products by themselves in order to get approval. So the fact that there are over a 100 different uh, cannabinoids that are within a hemp plant the, they can't take a hemp plant and make it, make a drug from that. You have to patent one thing. And so CBD has done that. They have approval now as a drug for two fairly rare seizure conditions in children. And that's the only thing that it's approved for. One's called Lennox-Gastaut syndrome, the other's called Dravette syndrome. And these two syndromes, you do have an indication for the use of Epidiolex, uh for those patients. Uh, we just had a release this week that told us that the cost of uh, uh for treatment for uh, a person will be about $32,000 a year. And uh, so this is incredibly expensive. Uh, it's gonna be very difficult for individuals to afford this. Uh, it will be up to their insurance companies if they cover it. And uh, so that medication, um, is costing patients and will cost patients a tremendous amount more than uh, CBD products that are currently available. But it will have the indication. It will have evidence that backs up the safety and so forth. But because of the patent that this company now has on CBD, they basically, according to the U.S. government, own CBD um, what's nice is is that again, our patent protection doesn't really allow you to take ownership over natural products. So since those CBD as a drug will have patent protection then um, uh, but full spectrum hemp oils which existed long before this drug was even um, you know a, a blip on somebody's imagination, will in fact still be legal but cbd isolate oils alone will probably not be available in our country uh, for uh, in the foreseeable future we don't have an exact time frame on that but we do believe that uh, that company will ask the fda to enforce its patent and not allow products to go around uh, having cbd alone in them and claiming uh, uh, health benefits So because of that, those two reasons together, both a improved action that we see with a full-spectrum hemp oil and because of a drug that's out there that's CBD alone, then uh, I do recommend patients take a full-spectrum hemp oil. The third thing that I think is uh, very important is that uh, we deal with the fact that most hemp oils are not well-absorbed. Hemp oil typically is absorbed somewhere around 3 to 5% meaning that the majority that people take typically um, will not uh, actually get into their bloodstream or into their body and they won't be able to make use of it. Uh, and this is the f- based on the fact that the um, products within uh, an ex- uh, hemp oil and hemp oil itself, being an oil, oil and water don't mix. Well, the lining of your GI tract from one end to the other has a coating of water on the inside. And so the whole reason that you own a gallbladder is to make bile and secrete bile Uh, The liver makes bile, the gallbladder secretes it, to bind things that are fat and to help you absorb them by turning them into something that basically can be compatible with water. And so there are products out there that are made um, uh, basically to have increased solubility. And I think that's really important because you're going to get a much bigger bang for your buck taking a product that has enhanced absorption over one that's just simply a straight oil. Uh, because not a lot of it gets in your system. And uh, patients come in all the time and they'll tell me, well, I've got this product and maybe it's a little cheaper than the one we can get here or it's cheaper than another one. But I tell them you have to consider absorption when you're talking about price, because per dose that you take, you need to know how much of that is actually gonna get in your system. The fourth thing that I think is very important, and I uh, recommend this for my patients, is I use products that don't have the maximum amount of THC, but in fact have much lower. We use products that have less than measured 0.00% THC. And the reason we do so is because we have seen patients and heard of many that have taken other supposedly totally illegal hemp products and yet still fail a drug test, which could put their, their job at stake, could put their legal status at stake, and so forth. So in the using products that have very, very low amounts of THC, now it's not possible yet at this point, to take out every single molecule of uh, THC from a hemp extract, but we can get it pretty low. And if you can get it pretty low at less than 0.00%, I have yet to see any patients test positive, though it's not theoretically impossible. It's still much, much less likely. So again, those four components that I think are really important for a patient to get. If you've got an oil like that and it's working for you, great. If not, you might want to consider getting one that has these factors. But uh, USD is certified organic, um, or at least organic. Now, a lot of... uh, products will say well we don't use pesticides uh, or herbicides on our plant and that's true because uh, simply because there are none approved for the use of hemp by uh, the department of agriculture or anybody else to use on hemp and frankly uh, the hemp plants really don't need it but i think organics important to make sure you're getting a safe plant something that's not grown in a toxic environment i think it's important to get a full spectrum uh, product and i also think it's important to get one that is um, um, uh, has good absorption and also uh, is uh, low in THC. So that's what I wanted to share with you this week. Uh, please get, uh, give, a, give our office call if there's anything we can do to help or uh, pass on information. Thank you so much and thank you for joining us on CBD University with Dr. Andre.